Welcome to another exciting episode of Jujitettles Coast to Coast, the podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mats. On this episode, we're making our UFC 278 predictions. We got all the fight stats for you guys, all the odds and betting strategies you need. So let's get the party started. This is the motivation. It's the three musketeers on this one. I got cousin Ant. Fonzo, how you play is doing this weekend. Doing good, man. Just getting over this fucking uh this little fucking Rona. Um, it's been a fucking tough week, but I'm feeling much better now and excited to get over these and talk about these fights, dude. These fucking are gonna be some of these fights are gonna be good. I'm I'm really excited to watch them. We're also excited to talk about the first topic, which I'll let you into later. Um, Ant, how about you? How you doing? Oh man, I th- you got Corona? I thought you had monkeypox, bro. I, hey, you know oh. what? I'm glad you're doing good, though. Really glad. Uh, but hey, man, yeah, I'm super excited to talk about these fights. My penis. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your mouth all bumpy, bro? That's from anyway, your DM. So yeah, I'm super. I'm super Whoa. happy to be here, man, and looking forward to talking about these fights from yesterday. Yeah, they were they were they were something else, man. Definitely, definitely a good fight. Yeah, this wasn't well, let's just talk fight. about let's just talk about the main event real quick from last night because it was it's Sunday right now and last night uh UFC was it a fight night that wrapped up last night? Yeah, it was Yo, a fight man. night. Dominic mm-hmm. Cruz taking on Chito Vera in San Diego. Uh, cuz you said you only got to see up until the third round, so you didn't get to see the fourth round. Is this correct? Are these facts correct? All these right. are facts, man. So this is up facts. until up until that point, what did you think? What was your breakdown of the fight? Who, how did you have it scored going into the fourth round, which you did not see? Yeah, you know what? Like, watching this fight, I saw. I mean, Dominic Cruz was definitely on a mission from the get go. From like, from the point of you know first bringing you know shaking hands and going into it, man, he was on a mission. He looked like he was ready to do this, ready to finish. Um, and that's what it looked like. It looked like it was Dominic's game. He was doing what he needed to, getting in, getting out. Um, he was just tagging him. He looked like he was on a mission going there to do what he needed to do. But I guess at some point, you know, and fourth round, I didn't get to see things may have changed. Things may have changed. Yeah, right. buddy. So I think your assessment was pretty on point, right, Fonzo? What would you add to that? What, up until for, yeah, for what no, you saw. I- I agree, man. Look, I mean, it, it was it was Dominic putting his game plan in, and it was fucking effective as fuck, right? You know, we all know Dominic's footwork is fucking great, and he uses that to, like, set up his combinations, and that's exactly what he's doing. The only thing that I caught, like, during those early rounds was, you know, Chito, every once in a while, would just, like, you know, because that's what Chito does, right? He kind of lays, lays a little back, and then he prays. So he just fucking just, at one of those points, you know, he caught... Dominic coming in and sat him down a couple times. Um, yeah, so I did see that, that. Yeah, so those are the kinds yeah, of I things he, that I think that, he hit the floor two times. Right, and one time he almost a, a third time he almost his butt almost hit the mat. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, I mean, and that was what was Chito had going for him uh, throughout that whole time that you were talking about, Ant. But the rest of it, it was all Dominic's game. So you know how much of it was was Dom. Uh, really getting up or how much of it was was um, Chito like just like waiting for that opportunity I, I don't know what the game plan for Chito was but it was obvious it was evident that um, that Dominic was definitely like sticking to his game plan and it was working uh, quite a bit so Frank did you want to add anything to that yeah no that was it man Dominic just seemed to be implementing his game plan like you guys mentioned he was darting in and out trying to keep angles on Chito uh, peppering him with shots, but it was like someone shooting at you with a BB gun, and the other guy had like a fucking AK 47. Because, right? yeah, he just he like he owned, like, I mean, and it was very similar to Cheeto's last fight against Rob Font, where Cheeto got outstruck by Rob Font, but every time Cheeto hit Rob Font, it was like, like I'm saying, like a BB gun versus AK 47 because. He was picking and choosing when to hit Dominic, and when he did, 
it would make Dominic be like, oh, crap, you know? Remember when mm -hmm. they were clinching up against the cage in the first round and Dom was working for a takedown, and then all of a sudden Chito dropped some elbows to the side of his head, and Dominic was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, a little bit like later this. on, I think he dropped him in that first round with a, mm -hmm. a, with a jab, I want to say. And then later on, again, he 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 dropped him. I don't know if it was with a cross or with a jab, but he put him on his butt. And he, he popped right back up. And in one of the instances, I think he even chased him down for a little bit. And then Dom started working for a takedown. And then mm -hmm. it didn't work, but he got back up and he just kept throwing, you know. But every time he would hit, he would connect with Chito. It just, it didn't do anything, you know. And then fast forward to, to the fourth round. His coach told him, uh, hey, throw something out there and throw a high leg kick and you'll get him. Well, in the fourth round, he freaking throws a right hook and he gets Dom to react to it. Well, if a right hook's coming at you, you're going to go. I don't know what, what you should do, but Dom's reaction was to move to sidestep it and put his head low. And it was right into yeah. Chito's fucking left leg and he just went lights out. It was almost like someone shot him in the back of the head and turned the lights off because he just went limp and fell straight down. Dude, it was instant. Yeah. Instant just lights out. Yeah, <clears throat> it was bad. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. So Damn. Uh, that didn't I don't where were they in the rankings? You guys know? Uh let me see. I have uh, the rankings right here. Dominic was ranked eighth and Cheetah was ranked five. five. So yeah. it's not really going to do anything. I don't think that really does anything for Chito to move up in the rankings. It just establishes his name more in the game and, and puts everybody else on notice. But at the same time, man, I feel like, I mean, Chito's been racking up all these wins and all these fucking finishes. It gives him some notoriety. And we know fucking UFC doesn't really use the rankings anyways. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, So does this mean that he gets a title shot next? What do you think? Well, I think that I think that we're we're gonna have to wait and see because on Saturday night's uh, pay per view on the main card, there's a fight that has a lot to do with what we're talking about right here, and that's Jose Aldo versus Marab Davish Davish Billy. I think that the winner of depends on who wins that fight. I think that if Aldo wins that fight, he should get a title shot. He should take on the winner of Dillashaw and um, and Aljo, and then Ooh. if because. Yeah, but then if Marab wins, then they should have another fight between Chito and Marab. Because Chito already fought Aldo, and he went three rounds with him, and he got his ass whooped for three rounds. I mean, he didn't get destroyed. He didn't get knocked down. He didn't get subbed, but he was just taking a beating, man. And uh, I think that kind of woke him up a little bit. I don't know if he would implement. I mean, again, like me and Fonzo were messaging last night during the fight. And I was like, dude, if he plays this game against Volk, I don't know if it, it's going to work. He might just get destroyed before he gets to the finish line. Same kind of, right. was kind of like the same game plan he, he implemented when he fought Aldo. He was kind of waiting and patiently waiting, you know, picking his shots. And you can't do that against Aldo because he's just going to blitz you. And that's what he did. He was just coming to the body, coming up top, leg kicking, throwing knees, throwing kicks. And before he knew it, he was so far behind on the cards, there was nothing he could do about it because he wasn't going to knock Aldo out. So uh, I don't – and that was – I don't know how long ago that fight was, but I don't think that we need to see that fight anytime soon again. Let me see if I have the stats up here. Um, yeah, he fought him back in 2020, December. So it hasn't even been a full two years since they fought. So I don't really think they need to fight again. You know, but it would be an entertaining fight, and then the winner gets a title shot. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, <clears throat> I think he should. He, yeah, maybe one more fight and then a title shot. But I think he's getting close, man. I think him and Alger would or, be entertaining. Chito and Alger would be entertaining. Um, I don't know how that would go though. I mean, Aljo. I mean, I had my doubts about him, but his last fight, man, he fucking looked amazing. He looked great. So. I don't know. I don't know how how much pressure he can put on on Chito. Um, I don't think he can knock him out. 
But Cheeto sure can, I'm sure. But catching him is going to be a different story just because I think he's a lot Dude, more dynamic what about, than Dominic. What about, did you guys catch when um, Cheeto caught Dom in that arm bar? Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, the, the triangle and the arm bar or vice versa. Yes. That was fucking mm -hmm. sick. Mm. Yeah, he put him on notice. I'd like to see. He put him on notice. Yeah, he did, man. That's Hey, that he put everybody on notice. He just shows you how active his bottom game is. You know, he's not just going to lay down there and, and try to get up. He's going to try to do some shit. And maybe that's mm -hmm. a way he can beat Aljo? What do you think? I, I don't know, man. I don't know, but me, uh, the... I think th that you're he's gonna have to if he's gonna play that game that he's playing, he's gonna have to put out Aljo. He's gonna have to finish him because Aljo's gonna just rack up the points because he's not if you if you lay back and wait, he's just gonna come in, shoot in, try to take you down, pop shots you, pop shot you when you can, and make you think he's gonna be coming in for something, and then just grab you. And then he's gonna you know how he does it in the clinch, man. Yeah, yeah. Looks in and sneaky takedowns, and then you got something else to worry about. You think? Um, but uh, you think Cheeto would be worried about the takedowns? I mean, about being taken down. I don't. No, I yeah. don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think that his game on the bottom is so hot, so legit that he has no fear. Like, okay, take me down, fool. I got submissions from down here, and if not, I know how to get back up. Which he did. And you know what? I I think I think now that I'm we're talking this through. I have a have a prediction. We'll see if it comes through. If they ever fight, I don't know if they're gonna fight, but if they do, I think it'll go the same way that uh that uh, uh Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor one went, where mm. fuck it, where like Cheeto is just gonna prove like he's just gonna have power. He's gonna be scared of that. I'm just gonna try to take him down, take him down, and get caught in the sub. I mean, anything's anything's possible at this point. For sure, for sure. No matter what, man, the, we got some good fights. He's going to give us a good fight. Because if you haven't watched his last few fights, man, he's in there to put a show on. He's in there to finish, and he wants to win. He don't give a F. So uh, congrats, Chito, one more time, man. We're looking forward to see what you can do. All right, gents, let's talk about this UFC 278 pay-per-view. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's start with the main opener of the pay-per-view. We got a bout at light heavyweight. That is Tyson Pedro from Australia taking on Harry Hunsucker from the USA. Let's go through, let me give you guys some fight stats. Tyson Pedro is coming in with a record of 8-3. and three. Uh, Last time I checked on my bookie, he was a minus 740 favorite. Heavy, Ooh. heavy favorite. Yeah, Ooh. he is 30 years old, six foot two, 79 inch reach advantage. He is coming off of a win over Ike Villanueva by KO round one back in April of this year. Prior to that, though, he hadn't fought since 2018 and he was coming off of back to back losses. You guys ready for this? His last loss was to Mauricio Shogun Hua TKO round three. December 2nd, 2018. Before that, he lost to OSP by armbar in the first round of June in that same year. Yeah. But he's a heavy, heavy favorite. Uh, Harry Hunsucker. Harry Hunsucker is coming in with a record of 7-5. and five, A heavy, heavy underdog at a plus 540. 33 years old, 6'2". 75-inch reach advantage, so he does have a little reach disadvantage. Coming off back-to-back -back losses over Justin Taffa, KO round one, back in December of 2021. And a loss to Tai Vasa, let me drink a beer out of your shoe, by TKO Ugh. round one, back in March of 2021. Um, some notes here that I have on Tyson. Almost a four-year layoff from 2018 to his last fight. Uh, he is unranked, but he is coming off of a win earlier this year, and it is by KO in round one. So he doesn't have a lot of ring time most recently. Harry Huntsucker got his bell rung twice last year, and he's took taken a break since December. So uh, he's taking eight months off, 
I don't know if you can recover from a TKO from Tai Tuivasa and then a KO from Justin Taffa. Again, both of them are in round one. Um, Harry is dropping. So this is this is something to take note of here. Harry is dropping from heavyweight to light heavyweight where this fight is taking place. So man, that could play in his favor. I don't know. He's used to getting hit by bigger guys. This time, you know, maybe they're more of his weight. Uh, he is looking for his first win in the UFC. And I do have his two previous fight times here. You guys ready for this? Two round, two losses in round one. First, one of them coming in at the one minute, 53 second mark. And the other one at the 49 second mark. Um, I guess you got to put somebody on the pay-per-view. So I guess that's why they put these guys on there. Um, what does this do to the division? Look at the rankings. Um, let me see who is at the top. Um, Oh, yeah. Glover. Well, Glover and Yuri are up at the top. Magomed Ankalaev, Alexander Rakic, Anthony Lionheart-Smith, who just broke his leg, Jamal Hill, who just got a W, Dominic Reyes, who's been in the Antarctic getting lost. I don't know where that fool's been at. Volkan <laughs> Oshnemir, Thiago Santos, who just came off of a loss, and Paul Craig, who's also coming off of a loss. So... There's a need for some new blood in this division for sure. Jimmy Crute at number 15, who uh, I think he busted his leg a while back, so I don't know when he's going to be coming back. Dustin Jacoby, Johnny Walker, I don't even know if he's still in the UFC, and Ryan Spawn at number 12, and then Nikita Krylov at number 11. So, yeah, there's definitely a need for new blood at this at this weight class. Um, what do you guys think, man? Who wants to go first? What are your picks? I can go first, man, if you guys don't mind. Um, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just – I didn't really know too much about these guys, so I just started watching some of their, you know, last fights and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, man, this last two fights with, with Harry, dude, that they were brutal, man. He got, fuck, he got fucked up. So, you know, those <laughs> – like you mentioned right now, those two fights were over pretty quickly. So there's not a whole lot that, um, that I got to see. And – I think those might have been the only fights that I was able to find on, uh, of him in the UFC. Like, I couldn't find anything else. Uh, so I didn't have much to go off of. I mean, <clears throat> he's, a, he's a big dude. Uh, so dropping down to light heavyweight um, will probably help. Um, at least just, you know, be more uh, light on his feet. Uh, maybe not have, you know, take those heavy shots. But he's got two massive KOs from two big-ass dudes. So that probably didn't do a whole lot for him. You know what I mean? So he might be susceptible to future knockouts. Um, Tyson Pedro seems like he's like he's got some serious power. He's got some outstanding jujitsu. Um, I can see him finishing this in, as a submission. Um, but I think he's going to end up knocking him out just because he's, he's really good on his feet as well. Um, Tyson Pedro is. And, um, you know, I, you know, with the past KOs that, um, Hunsucker has had. I just, I think he just might be susceptible to KOs now. So I got him losing. Hunsucker. Uh, yeah, I got got Hunsucker being KO'd again, uh, but round two, just because, you know, we're all talking about a smaller guy who who might take a little bit longer for him to put him away than just a one punch knockout. Did you know <clears throat> that he has a tattoo of a cage on his left shoulder? Damn it, that's mine, because I always talk about the <laughs> tattoos. Oh, sorry. All right. Pretend I didn't say that. I'll edit you can it still out. talk about the one on his ass, fool. You know you want to talk about go, that cuz, one. Go, Tell That's don't over his left like cheek. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So Get I'm, your tattoo I'm kinda, straight, I'm, Alfonso. <laughs> I'm kind of with Alfonso on this one. Uh, not about the tattoos, but, you know, as far as what's going to happen with this. I think the <laughs> fact that this guy uh, is – you know, coming from a heavier weight and dropping down, I think that that's actually going to play against him in this. Yeah, he's going to be lighter on his feet, so, you know, um, that is a positive. However, I think that because of him dropping, I don't know, since he's never really done before that I could think of or that I know of, um, I, I see him being able, getting gassed out, not to mention the fact that um, who he's going to get, Pedro, who he's going up against, he's a striker. And looking at his background, his significant strike percentages, a lot of those are headshots. 
You know, most of them are headshots versus like the and the body and leg. You know, how UFC breaks it down and everything. Those are pretty even. So he's gonna do a, a good amount of damage to the body and the lower and the lower limbs. But the headshots, um, you know, he's at over fifty-five uh, percent. So most of his significant shots are gonna be to the head. Being the fact that, uh, you know, Hunsaker, he's like he's already had two other you know massive head injuries from you know fights and stuff. I see him being more susceptible to that uh, and that knockout. So I kind of think that it's playing in the in in Pedro's like in in his his game plan. You know what I mean? So I really see him being taking this out. I do see it by, uh, coming by by knockout. Um, looking at everything, his takedown percentage is not that high, but his striking is at sixty five percent. So I'm really going towards it. So I'm gonna say second round knockout. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's where I'm going with it. Second round knockout. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me let me get into this little hot tub of pool with you guys. I'm thinking this gonna be a fucking slobber knocker, man. I think that Tyson Pedro is finally starting to find his groove. I think he's just gonna knock this dude block off, man. I think that dropping down in weight is probably something good for him, but it might take a fight or two for him to find his groove and find his rhythm and find his flow. You know, a lot of people just think that by dropping weight and fighting people that are smaller than them, uh, that they end up doing a lot better. But dude, I don't know how, how much weight he's going to end up cutting. I mean, if you look at his, when you click on his that fight stats for on the UFC website, it has his last fight at 238 pounds. He's going to have to come in at 205. 206 yeah that's gonna be quite a bit you know so uh, i don't know what his body type is like i don't know how hard he's gonna be training um he might suck up all his water you know what i mean and that Mm -hmm. you know ufc don't let you guys don't let their guys hydrate with ivs anymore so that could cause a problem and you know what the lack of water in the brain area does to fighters especially when they get hit and tyson pedro loves Hidden up in the head, so uh, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise the bar, and I'm gonna say this is gonna be a KO round one. I'm gonna say like three to four minute mark. Yeah, I'm even gonna call it KO three minutes forty five seconds. Damn, what do you get with that parlay? Shit, I don't know. I'll find out, and I'll let y'all know. <laughs> I better write it down before I forget. <laughs> Kill round one, three, four, five. All right. I let you know after I cash in that one. All right. All right. <clears throat> Next fight on the card, we got a heavyweight bout. Uh, Martin Marcin. I'm sorry, Marcin Tybura, the number 11th ranked light, uh, heavyweight, taking on the number 12th ranked Alexander Romanov. Marcin Tybura coming in with a record of 22 and 7, a plus 290 underdog, 36 years old, 6 foot 2, 78 inch reach advantage, coming in with a loss to Alexander Volkov by unanimous decision back in October of 2021. Prior to that, he was on a three fight winning streak, a TKO win over Walt Harris in round one in June of 2021, a TKO over Greg Hardy, round two, December of 2020, and a unanimous decision decision win over Ben Rothwell back in October of 2020. Alexander Romanov, 16 and 0, a minus 330 favorite, 31 years old, six foot two, 75 inch reach advantage, coming in with a win over Chase Sherman by submission uh, back in April of this year. Before that, a TKO in round two over Jared Vandera. In October of 2021, before that, a split decision victory over Juan Espino back in April of 2021. And then before that, a win over Marcus Rogerio de Lima by submission in round one of November 2020. All right, guys. What do you guys think? Go for it, Alfonso. All right. First, give you guys a little bit of background. Whatever you guys want. All right, let me go first here. Um, so Marcin's coming off of a loss to Alexander Volkov. Volkov, you guys don't remember, he was the guy that was 
beating the crap, not really beating the crap, but he was putting a whooping on Derek Lewis back in the day. And Derek Lewis dropped him in the last, what, like the last minute of the last round. Yeah. And he threw that fucking fly, yeah. that just unanimous fucking hit from nowhere. Yeah, it was just a bomb out of nowhere, right? So he's coming off of mm -hmm. a loss to that guy by unanimous decision, but still. Uh, how I'm wondering how much momentum did he lose after that loss? You know what I mean? Because he did have three wins in a row. They weren't over high-ranking opponents, but they were. Our bomb, ben Rothwell, if I remember at the time, even though it was back in early or actually late 2020, Ben Rothwell, I think, was on a – pretty good winning streak at that time or he might have been like one or two fights removed from his good winning streak um this is either going to be i feel like this is going to be like a turning point for tybura's decision for tybura's career either this is gonna tell him he's gonna have to retire because he's 36 years old how much more does he have left in the tank you know does he is he okay with being a gatekeeper being ranked in the lower half of the top 10 uh, how many four many more fights does he have left one, two, three. Where's his heart at? Alexander Romanov, he's 31. He's 16 and 0. So he's got a, a, a quite a bit of fights under his belt. And he's just been steamrolling everyone. The only one who's given him a little bit of trouble is Juan Espina, who's just a dope ass wrestler, dope ass grappler, jujitsu, wrestling, uh, judo, you know. So he did have his hands full in that match. And as you can see, he he didn't. Com quite convinced all the judges that he had that victory. Other than that, though, he's beat the snot out of everybody. I think <laughs> that he's ready to make a statement in this heavyweight division, and he's going to do it this night, and he's going to put a beat down on Mark on Tybura. I think that we're going to see. I don't think that he'll sub him, but I think he's just going to ground and pound him. I think he's going to press him up against the cage, soften him up. I'm going to go TKO round two. Like I said, I think he's ready to make a, a a step into the top 10. A win here might just put him right inside, like at 9 or 10. You know what I mean? But I do see I do see another finish here. Two big guys coming at it. You know how it goes. When they lock two guys, the size of these guys in the cage, and they're throwing those heavy hands, those bricks, you know, all, it don't take much to knock somebody out. And I think that's what we're going to see here. Uh, who wants to go next, boys? I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? Okay, go for it. <clears throat> oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Don't mind if I do. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm on the same page with you, Frank. Uh, the only thing is that I want to add is they're going to be fighting in Salt Lake City. That's going to be at elevation. I think that's also going to play a big factor with these two oh, fighters, yeah, especially, you know, you know, being at that elevation. I don't know how long they've been out there training at it. Um, at that elevation or what they're what they're used to it, but I think this is that's going to play a, a role in it. And I, you know, it's as good as Tarbera is, and how much you know, I, I kind of want him to win. I don't see it happening. I see these guys; they're going to throw blows. I think the first round is going to be you know, filling them out, filling each other out, and then towards the end of the round, it's going to go to blows. But I think when they, we get into the second round, you're going to start seeing you're going to start seeing uh, Tarbera getting a little bit a little bit tired, especially at that age. Um, it you know, that elevation, that age playing with it, not being able to recoup a little bit. So you're going to start seeing him get tired. And that, that's when I start seeing uh, Romanov. I see him take, getting him down to the ground, um, whether it's, you know, getting the takedown or just them, you know, going for the fence and then falling down at that point because it's a lot of weight, to, you know, to be holding up. Uh, but I see this going to the ground. I see this being another one of uh, Romanov's uh, submissions. So I'm going to say I'm going to go with rear naked choke in the second round nice 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 um yeah i i i agree with what you guys are saying um you know what i got here is um dude i i think um <clears throat> alexander romanov has got some amazing wrestling and he's going to use that from the gate i don't think he's going to wait mm -hmm. i think he's just going to go ahead and use that um, you know, put the pressure on Tybura from the start, uh, take him down, pound him, soften him up, and you know what I mean, like, and just go for the submission right away. I don't think he's gonna wait a, a lot for for that to happen. I think he's actually gonna end end the um, end the fight in the first round, and I got him winning by submission. That key lock against Chase Herman was was freaking beautiful, and I think he's gonna do something similar here. With uh, with Tybura, 
Um, so yeah, I got this gets going first round sub. First round sub, nice. All right, so you're going Damn. first round sub. What did I say? TKO round first round two knockout or KO mm-hmm. round two? First round knockout. All right. Oh, I what you did said, you say, Cuz? Oh, I said round two submission. I thought you said um first round knockout. I okay, think he said second round, round knockout. knockout. Did he second round? I knockout? Did I say okay. I don't I don't even... Yeah, I think I did say second I think round. He said second. Okay, yeah. so all of us are saying it's going me. down in the second round. No, I'm saying first Stop round. Using your psyops on me. No, that's what it is. Damn it, caught me. <laughs> all right, all right. Next fight, dudes. I think this next fight should be moved up on the card, and it should be the co-main event. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, why for the sure. f is Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold the co-main event? That's some bullshit. Yeah. I'm not. That I think it's, you know what? I think it's because we've had too many times where the co-main event is so great that you're just like, oh my god, and then all of a sudden the main event, you're like, all right, whatever, like just finish it. Like we already know what this happened. I think they're doing that so you have a break so you can get back on that high. That's what I'm thinking. What are your thoughts? Man, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that wouldn't be a bad strategy. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I'm gonna go take a leak. I don't care what happens. This fight, real quick. Yeah, back this is the popcorn main event. time. All right. It's like you can't be disappointed. Hmm. Right? Did you right? just become Dana White's new strategist? Is that what happened? Hey, uh, there's stuff in the works. We've already been saying that, but we haven't announced nothing yet. Okay. Can't say anything, Bonzo. What the fuck? I'm trying to break it for oh, our dang. listeners, fucker. Damn. <laughs> How do you think we're going to get more people on the show? <laughs> All right, all right. So uh, we're talking Jose Aldo taking on Marab Davish Billy. Jose Aldo, the number three ranked bantamweight fighter, taking on the number six ranked bantamweight fighter. Jose Aldo, a 31 and set. We're coming in with a record of 31 and seven, a minus 105. It's kind of weird because he's minus 105. So he's a favorite, but he's not a favorite. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll explain it a little bit. Uh, he's 35 years old, 5'6", 70-inch reach advantage, coming in with a unanimous decision victory over Rob Font back in December of last year. Before that, a unanimous decision win over Pedro Munoz. Before that, a unanimous decision, decision win over Marlon Chito Vera. Before that, a TKO loss in round five to Piotr Jan. Before that, a split decision loss to Marlon Moraes. Uh, looking at Marab Davashvili, he is coming in with a record of 14-4, and four, a minus 115 favorite, I guess, would you say? Slight favorite, yeah. Slight favorite. Uh, 31 years old, 5'5", five 68-inch five, reach advantage, coming in with a win over Marlon Rice by TKO in round two back in September of last year. Before that, a unanimous decision win over Cody Stamen in May of 2021. Before that, a unanimous decision win over John Dotson in August of 20 of 2020. Before that, a unanimous deci- decision win over Gustavo Lopez. And then a unanimous decision win over Casey Kenny. Gentlemen, who wants to take the reins first? I can take this one. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, man, I, I got to look at it this way, man. I got, I got, um, Marab, um, he's tough as shit. He's got some great fucking power, good ass takedowns. Um, and I, I don't know, man, like, I just feel like, like, yeah, um, Jose's been, been doing really good re- recently. He's got some good performances. I re- really liked his, um, his fights recently, but I just don't think he has what it's take to take on Marab. Um, you know, if we're going to do MMA math here, you know, Marab beat Marlon Morales by TKO. And, um, you know, the loss was for Aldo when he fought him last via split decision. So, I mean, obviously it doesn't always work that way, but I just don't think that Jose Aldo's got what it takes to beat Marab here. 
Um, I think it's going to um, – Jose is going to come in, implement his game plan. We know leg kicks. He's going to go and um, and try to f- establish dominance early on. I think Marab is going to see that and just start countering with his own kicks. He's going to start striking, and then just his power is going to come into play. And he's going to knock him knock him down and eventually get the knocked out knockout second round. He's just going to wear them wear him down um, until he puts him away in the second round. Ooh, all right. So you think Marab is going to finish Aldo in the second round? I think so. I think so, man. He's got he's got that power. He's got that power, right. and he can put him away. What you say, Cuz? You know what, man? I would normally go for Jose Aldo for a long time. I've always gone for Jose Aldo. I was kind of following him and everything. But after, I know I'm taking you guys back, but after the freaking Conor McGregor bullshit that I saw, where my mouth, I literally was a cartoon, and my mouth dropped to the floor when he got knocked down, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I, 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 All my hopes and dreams went down with that one so, yeah, I don't see Jose Aldo. I think, yeah, that was a great fight. He had, his last fight was a great fight. Did well and everything. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Alfonso on this one, man. I don't think he's going to have what it takes to finish this. Into, now, if he does, if he goes and he fights this fight and it turns out like his last fight, then next time, I'll, you know, I'll have a little more faith in him. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with, you know, uh, I can't even say his name. Shadi, whatever his name is. Yeah, I can't say. Davish Billy. There you go. So yeah, uh, Marab. Mar- Marab. I'm All gonna right, go with Marab. him. So yeah, yeah, I'm going with him. I'm gonna say that this is gonna go to a decision because I think Jose is gonna. Uh, he's gonna be the last. I don't think he's gonna be able to be um, submitted or knocked out. Um, hopefully, Jesus Christ. Hopefully, he doesn't get knocked out. Knocking on wood. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I think it's going to be, it's kind of like what the, you know, Vegas is saying, you know, they kind of see Jose kind of giving the benefit of the doubt a little bit, maybe because of his last fight. But I, uh, I think it's going to go all the way to the end. It's going to go to decision. Um, and so I have Marab taking it by the de- by unanimous decision. Marab by decision. And you're mm-hmm. saying, all right, all right. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm on my own over here. I I got Aldo, man. I don't know. Oh like, shit! So live, this is what I'm. This, yeah, this is what I'm thinking. I'm saying Al, uh, Aldo's on a three fight winning streak, and he's looked fucking good, man. For as old as he is, he's hanging with all these young bucks, and he's putting it on them. He may not be getting finishes like he used to, but he's putting beat downs on them, and he's holding his own. Um, my only concern here is where is his cardio at? And now that you mentioned mm-hmm. the elevation in Utah, I'm wondering if that's going to come into play. The The shorter this fight goes, the better it's going to be for, for Aldo. Uh, I'm going to use Alfonso's logic against him. He's, Alfonso said that uh, Marais, that Marab was able to put out Marais, which is true. But before he put Marais out, Marais fucking had Marab on skates. You guys remember that fight, that first round? Mm-hmm. How yeah. many times did he fucking drop him and Marab hit the mat, pop back up, spinning around, trying to figure out which direction was which, and then he would just get popped again. If he wouldn't have been as young as, as he was, I mean, would he be able to take those same type of shots in three to five years from now if he he's fighting the way he's fighting? Hell no. no would he no. be able to would he be able to survive that type of onslaught from Jose Aldo? No, Aldo would have blasted him with the with his shin on his way up on one of those sh- drops. Um, I know that Marab is tough as hell. He's got a gas tank for days. Um, but I'm I'm worried about that first round. For as much as he's gonna put his hat on that on that Marlon Marais fight, and a lot of people do do talk about that, you know that that that's his staple win and this and that. But dude, he. He showed a lot of holes in his game in that. You know what I mean? Um, and then take away that Marlon Marais fight. He's on a seven-fight winning streak. Can you name any of – besides Marlon Marais, can you name any of the people he's beaten? Nope. Exactly, dude. So is he ready for this level of competition? Like, beating Marlon Marais, okay, Marlon Marais is a killer in the first round, and if you can get him out of the first round, more than likely you're going to win. 
which he did, right? But what else has he done? What else has he done to prove that he's ready to take on the top five, top three fighters in this division? Is he going to be able well, to? Well, Cody Stamen is not. Is Cody Stamen is no slouch though either. Cody Stamen, or Stamen, Cody is, is no slouch Cody, either though. And Cody Stamen. Yeah, yeah, and he he wanted to do a unanimous decision against him. Cody Stamen's not even. You know what I mean? And then in the top fifteen, bro. He's tough, but he's no good. doubt. He's he's decent compared to who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's good. He's good, but if that, if you're gonna say like, oh yeah, he beat he he beat Cody Stamen, yeah, by unanimous decision. Why didn't he finish him? You know what I mean? Why does he decision everybody else? You know, um, mm. I do have here in my notes. If Marab is still standing across from the cage in round three, then Aldo's in trouble because that means he hasn't put him out yet. So the longer this fight goes, the better it's going to be for Marab. But I just don't think that Marab has tasted the power, uh, the precision, the game plan of a champ like Aldo. I don't think Aldo is going to lose eventually because, you know, like we always say, father time is undefeated. But it, it ain't going to be to this dog. Not not this guy, man. This ain't going to be the guy. I don't think this is going to – Marab is the guy to put it on Aldo and be like, nah, bro, I'm here to poop on your, on your title run because Aldo's prime and ready, man. I think that if Aldo wins this fight the way that he should, I'm going to go TKO Aldo round three. I better write that down before I forget. TKO Damn, if I was, round three. If I was a listener Aldo right now, Aldo. dude, I'd be convinced right now. I'd be joining you with that one. I don't know, man. That's oh, what they said about I called the Brandon Moreno round two finish. That's mm-hmm. what they said about Buster Douglas. Just saying. I can't lose all the time. I got to be right. Just like I lost all those, I gotta go on a winning streak. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm just I'm going Aldo, man. I'm on the high. I'm on the train. All, right. all aboard! Yeah. See, I'm I'm just, just nervous. Just make sure it's not on, on the, the California train, high man. speed rail, fool. Fuck, man. Uh, last time I was on that shit. train, I fucking got. Yeah, that thing went off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that Anyways. takes us to the co or main event of the evening. A middleweight bout pitting the number six ranked Paulo Costa taking on unranked Luke Rockhold. Paulo Costa, a minus 285 favorite, coming in with a record of 13 and 2, 31 years old, six feet, one inch, 72 inch reach advantage. Coming in off back-to-back losses, uh, most recently a uni- unanimous decision loss to Marvin Vittori in uh, last year of October. Before that, you guys remember when he got booty busted by Israel Adesanya <laughs> by TKO <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> round. What was that round two? Yeah, uh, and then before yeah. that, he was on a three-fight winning streak. Uh, uni- unanimous decision win over Yoel Romero, TKO win over Uriah Hall. And a TKO win over your boy Johnny Hendricks. Looking over at Luke Rockhold, he is a plus 225 underdog coming in with a record of 16 and 5. He is 37 years old, six foot two, with a 77 inch reach advantage. Coming in with also with back to back losses most recently, and actually not really recently, but back in 2019, he got TKO'd by Jan Blahovich. When he thought that he could move up to uh, light heavyweight, got TKO'd in the round in the second round. Jan was like, "Nah, fuck that shit. You ain't having it." Yoel um, Romero KO'd him in round three back in February of 2018. Before that, though, he did have a win by TKO over David Branch back in September of 2017. And then before that, you guys remember when he got knocked the fuck out? By Michael Bisping <laughs> back in June of 2016. And then yep. before that, he put a serious beat down on Chris Weidman and scored a TKO in round four of December of 2015. Boys, who wants to go first? I'm going to take this one first, if you don't mind. So I'm a little like, you know, I'm kind of on the teeter-totter on this one because Luke, Raw, Luke Rockhold, I mean, 
he's going to be a striker. And obviously, as we've seen with uh, Paulo Costa in his last bout with um, Adesanya, uh, you know, that his striking game just wasn't there. Now, I hope he went back and he fixed it and everything like that. But, you know, Luke Rockout, he has that distance. He has that 77-inch reach compared to the 72. So he has that distance. He is very powerful. He's an exciting um, fighter. But at the same time, he's not exactly the greatest. Yeah, you know, um, you know, he, he we've seen Apollo Costa fight, you know, uh, uh, Uriah Hall and uh, Yoel Romero and everything. But when if you, I don't know if you remember the fight with Romero. Like, I didn't even feel like that was the real him that was there like it, it just seemed like i was expecting a lot more you know out of romero than uh than i saw so i was kind of like i don't know if i count this one as as a real win of what i was expecting so you know i'm i me personally you know paulo cost is a little bit younger so i think that's gonna play off a little bit better i think this again i think this right right here is just kind of one of those things to give paulo costa Something to you know see where he's at now that he's come back from his devastating loss that he had, and see if he's worked on his hand game because this guy's a striker, and see what he can do. So I had this going by decision. I don't see anything crazy happening. You know, Frank, you're gonna probably know more, but I see Paulo Costa winning it by decision, third round decision. Um, yeah, but I I don't I'm not really too impressed. I'm not too really too excited about this. It's just kind of like. All right, let's see what happened. Let's see what you what you went back and did and uh during your time off and see if you you know fix anything because you couldn't strike for shit last time you fought. <laughs> what do you think, Alfonso? Um <clears throat> yeah, I, I the opposite, man, actually. Really? Um yeah. I, I, I don't think uh I don't think Costa's got it, man. Every fight that I've seen against Costa, I've never been impressed, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I something about his fighting style just doesn't you know, he's got a lot of holes. He's good in, in, in certain areas. You know, he's a good grappler. He's like that. Um, he's strong. But I, it, it almost feels like he doesn't utilize his strengths really well. And he doesn't develop any of his weaknesses either from fight to fight. Like, at least that's not what I've seen. Um, and then, you know, if we if we continue that pattern to now, if he hasn't made those changes, um, you know, I know we haven't seen Luke in a long time. Um, so I don't know what he's going to bring to the table. And that's the biggest question that I have here. Mm-hmm. But if we get the Luke that we've been, we've been used to seeing at least, you know, nothing changed. Uh, I see this, uh, going just Luke's way all three rounds, dude, just, just piecing him up. I just see Luke just, you know, what he, what he was doing to Bisping basically when we, when, when they fought last, what he was just like, you know, Working his game plan, striking, piecing him up, dude. He was he was fucking handing it to Bisping. Bisping was fucking getting his ass whooped until he landed that massive bomb. And I don't think Paulo Costa has that kind of power. He doesn't have he does. I mean, he's got he's strength. He's strong as fuck, but he doesn't have the striking power. He doesn't have the striking ability uh, to do something like that. So I think Rock uh, Luke Rockhold will just end up using that um, that. Um, that reach advantage, like you were talking about, Ant, and keeping him at mm-hmm. bay, using his jab, fucking cross, you know, some hooks, you know, and, and just nullifying everything that Costa throws at him. And he's just going to do that all the way to the end of the third round, and he's going to win that decision. I don't know, man. I think that age is going to play uh, a factor. I got Rockhold. Yeah. This uh, unanimous. All right. Right on. Right on. All right. Uh, you know what? Um, let me see what I got here. You, um, from what I've seen on Instagram and videos on YouTube and whatnot, Paulo Costa looks like he's in shape. His he's been hitting pads. His pad work is garbage. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering how dedicated is he to the game? Like, is he just doing it for the likes, or is he doing it because he he thinks he can make a run at the title? Which I don't. He's think doing he it because he wants to get bleed busted again. He wants to get booty busted again. Uh, is he done making excuses? You know, when he lost to Adesanya, he said he lost because he drank a bottle of wine the night before. Um, no way. No, he said that. That's even. Yeah, he said that. Oh, I didn't know he that. Said that. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, I also have this. Uh, for the last four years, he's only fought one time every year. 
In 2017, he fought three times. So he's not as hungry as he used to be. I don't know if he's making, I'm sure he's making way more money now than he was back in 2017, which is probably why he fought three times. But dude, what are you doing now? You know what I mean? I, there's nothing in his game that makes me think he's going to give, and this also depends on how chinny Luke Rockhold is too, because Luke Rockhold got, it's coming off of, Two bad, bad losses. And it's been a long time. Been two, three years. You know, four years mm -hmm. if, you, if you're talking about the Romero fight. So is that enough time for him to clear the cobwebs? Can you clear the cobwebs? Uh, is there any way that Rock Cole can go back to, to what he used to be? Because if he can, then A, he's going to fuck shit up, man. He is mm -hmm. way more tactical, way more precise way more exact than Polo. Polo is, is very loopy, throws these punches from his hips. Uh, and then just There's just nothing straight. Everything is looping. And if he's going to play that game with Rockhold, Rockhold's going to come in and blast him. And I think Rockhold can, can submit anybody, dude. Rockhold has been known to, to even be able to hold his own against Bouchesham um, in when they're training. Oh, shit. So I don't know if if Costa's at that level in jujitsu, so if Rockhold can get this to the to the mat, this is where I think he can take advantage, and he's gonna if he can, which for sure. I mean, I want to know how again. Like I, I I said, how um how dedicated, how focused is is Costa to this? I want to know the same thing about Rockhold. What is he? What are his intentions here? Does he want to just finish out his his contract? Does he want to make a statement? Does he want to fuck up the UFC's plans and just cause as much damage as he can before he heads out? You know, I know he's been he's been chirping that he wants more fighter pay and that it's ridiculous that they're still giving out $50,000 bonuses. Uh, and it's been like over 10 years. So shouldn't it have changed with the times? And I agree, you know, UFC's worth billions and billions of dollars. So why, why are they only giving 50K bonuses? They were giving 50K bonuses... 10 15 years ago so maybe it's time to step it up you know they've given 100k bonuses before that that should just be the norm now you know on top of whatever whatever these guys are making um but regardless uh i, I know he's been very inactive in the last few years but i think the time off is going to do him well i don't think he's training at aka which is probably a good thing because of the way they they train over there um, but I, I'm going to go rock hole submission round three. I'm just going to go out there. I, I, he's going to pull it off no matter what I, I feel. I think this is a fight you can easily make a lot of money off because he's a plus 225 underdog. My bookie actually has him at plus 247 right now. So I'll, I'll share a parlay that I'm working on that I got right now. I'm, I'm going to get ready to submit and, uh, but yeah, man, I got I got Rockhold by sub round three, guys. Damn good. All right, all right. You guys ready to talk about this main event? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Main event time. We got the champ, the welterweight champ, Kamaru Usman taking on the number two ranked Leon Edwards. Kamaru Usman, a minus three thirty favorite, coming in. With a record of 20, 20 and 1, 35 years old, 6 feet, 76 reach it, 76 inch reach advantage, uh, 19 fight winning streak. Let me go over his last five fights. Unanimous decision win over Colby, KO over Jorge round two, TKO round three over Durinho, unanimous decision win over Jorge, and unanimous decision win over Colby. Looking over uh, Leon's stats. Leon Edwards coming in as a plus 275 underdog, coming in with a record of 19 and 3 with one no contest. You guys remember that eye poke against Bilal Muhammad? He is 30 mm -hmm. years old, six foot two, 74 inch reach advantage, coming in with a win over a unanimous decision win over Nate Diaz uh, last June of 2021. Uh, back in March of 2021, that was when he had the eye poke against Bilal. Uh, before that, he hadn't fought since 2019, and that was against uh, Ross, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, unanimous decision win. Before that, 
uh, split decision win over Gunnar Nelson. I did do want to say that I went back and watched that fight, and he beat the shit out of Gunnar. I don't know what the hell those refs were saying or those judges were looking at. Uh, so that should have been a unanimous decision. Uh, and then before that, a unanimous decision win over Donald Cowboy Cerrone back in June of 2018. Who wants to go first, guys? Go for um, bonds. I'll take it. Yeah, man. So, I, I mean, this is going to be a good fight. I, I, I like both of these guys. They're both entertaining to watch. Um, I, I see a lot of back and forth, um, you know, good striking. Um, but I think what's going to edge it out here is going to be Usman's wrestling. He's just going to end up putting that to use. I know he's been striking a lot more. He hasn't been relying on his wrestling so much. But I think in this, he's going to have to a little bit uh, just because of how good uh, Leon Edwards is. But, um, you know, that's going to give him the edge. And I th- it's going to be a grinding fight. It's going to end up, um, you know, both fighters are going to fucking bring it. I, I, I It's going to be a good technical fight all the way around. But it's going to be a fight. Like, it's going to be a fight, dude. So I see this being a five-round just masterpiece and striking and some good wrestling and shit. So I see this going all the way, but Usman getting the the uh, um, the uh, unanimous decision in the end. Wrong. Usman, unanimous. Wrong. Okay. Wrong. Tell us what you think, Ant. <laughs> no, I, I the only thing you got there right is that Usman's gonna uh, he's gonna take this in the end. I mean, Leon Edwards. Yes, he's been on a, you know winning and, sh- and stuff. You know, he's a good fighter. He is exciting. You're absolutely right about that. But Usman is at a fucking whole nother level. I mean, Leon Edwards almost got beat by Nick Diaz. By Nick Diaz, and and you know what I mean. So, I I, I just don't see it. I don't. He he can't knock him out. I mean, if you were to, I mean, look at what he unanimous decision versus Donald Cerrone. I wouldn't even Donald Cerrone. I, you know, by all means, love Donald Cerrone, great fighter and all that. But come on, Usman versus Donald Cerrone, that didn't even get there, and we already know who would have won that fight. So I mean, there's there. I don't know what ins and buts about it. I think this little guy is gonna go in there, and he's gonna face you know the you know the champ, and I don't even see it going past three rounds. I think this is gonna end in the third round, if that. This is going to be done and over with. I I wouldn't even be surprised if Usman doesn't even break a sweat knocking this bull out. It's going to be that bad of a win. Like, yeah, you're great. Yeah, you're good to fight the people to get all the way up there. But this this level, this shelf right here, it's not for you, bro. It's not for you. You need to go back and uh, put some weight on. I don't know, do some weights or something. But, yeah, no. I, I So I got Usman winning this by, I'm going to say TKO. No. TKO submission. Uh, I'm going with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with TKO. Third round TKO. Usman. He's winning this completely. All right, all right. Um, let me share some stats with you guys. I mentioned that Kamaru is coming in on a 19 fight winning streak. Uh, most recently he has. It seems that he's fallen in love with striking. He's not giving. Been up completely on his wrestling game, but he just wants to make people pay, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at his takedown um, accuracy. He's at UFC's got him at a forty nine percent, but he's got a hundred percent takedown defense. Defense. Nobody's yeah. ever taken this dude down in the UFC. Nobody. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he wants to prove to the doubters that he's on that same level as GSP. Uh, that still remains to be seen. But that might be where his motivation is at right now. He wants to prove that he's a GOAT. He's already won a no against Leon. He's got a unanimous decision win over him when he just came off of the ultimate fighter. Like, he had, like, barely any experience in the UFC. And he, I mean, again, they were both different fighters. But Leon had been in the UFC already. He had way more experience. And he mm-hmm. was able to handle him. Uh, Look at what he did to Kobe in his last fight. He made the I I kind of thought that in the first fight against Kobe Kamaro and the Kamaro Kobe fight was a little bit closer than a lot of people said. Um, uh-huh. But in that last fight, dude, he just proved he's light years ahead. And there's yes. no way that Leon is anywhere near what what Kobe is. You know, 
Um, look what mm-hmm. he look what Kamaru did to Masvidal. He fucking knocked him into the fucking middle of the Atlantic. <laughs> he knocked his block off. Look at what he did against Durinho. Yeah, maybe. I mean, a lot of people are saying it was an early stoppage. It should have gone a little bit further. But dude, he was only put starting to put it on Durinho. The only thing that would have happened was he would have just rained down more shots. So there's no way that Durinho would have came back from that. So he would have finished it eventually. Um, looking at Leon's stats, um, he he's on a nine-fight winning streak. If you take out that no contest against Bilal, his last loss was against Kumaru. Um, I have this written down here. It seems like he's a jack-of-all-trades, but a master of none. Yeah, he's pretty good at striking. He's pretty mm-hmm. good at jujitsu. He's pretty good at wrestling. But in none of those things, in none of those categories, do I think he's better at than Kamaru? Is he better than a better striker? No. Is he a better wrestler? No. He's got better jujitsu. Maybe that could be it. I don't know because we haven't really seen. But I don't think he does. Where can he dominate the fight? He doesn't have KO power. He got mm-hmm. put on skates by Nate Diaz, and Nate was only fucking mm-hmm. around. Slap right? the shit out of him and then caught him with the right cross. If if that happens, if he takes a shot like that from Kamaru, he's going to sleep, dude. He will not <laughs> wake up. He'll wake up with the ref looking over him, telling him it's over. Um, going over his resume, I, I think he's – I mean, he's good, man. He's been winning the fights he's supposed to be winning, but I'm sorry, man. I'm just not impressed, dude. I'm just not impressed by any of the wins that he has. He should have been fighting harder opponents, and that's not his fault. You know, he doesn't make mm-hmm. the fights. He's got to fight who they put in front of him. But I just, I've been saying for a long time that he should have been fighting people in the top five. I have here. Has he ever beat anybody in the top five? I don't think so. He's never been finished in his career, but I think that he's about to is going to finish him. Yeah, I think so because <laughs> I think you're right. I think this is going to be a TKO. Either round three, round four, man. Round three, round four is how I, I see it ending. Kamaru all the way. Bet the house mm-hmm. on it. All right. So that's it, man. That's it. Um, that's a wrap. I do want to share one quick little tidbit here. If you guys want to play a little with fire and you're down a roll with the underdogs, uh, I'm on my bookie right now. And if you bet on Harry Hunt Sucker winning – uh, did anyway doesn't matter over Pedro Tyson. Uh, if you pick Marcin Tybura over Alexander Romanov, and you triple that with Luke Rockhold over Paulo Costa, you're gonna get seventy dollars back for every one dollar you bet. Fuck. Damn, damn. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's a way out there that's a yeah, way right? out there bet to make but hey it might be a little worth it to put a little on it you know what i mean dude you put right? 20 bucks on that that's 1400 <laughs> oh way yeah bucks. dude i got oh, shit <laughs> play a little play a little i'm just saying you know right? what i mean uh that, that's enough for a, penicillin a, for those bumps and bro at least you'll be able to talk you know afterwards <laughs> Once you get all those bumps, bumps out. on my penis. You ain't out with the wrong people, man. Disgusting. Uh, all yo, right, that's a wrap. Uh, on, a, on another you note, you guys want to say before? Oh, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. On another note, did you guys uh, recently see Usman's brother fight? Holy shit. Mm. That dude, dude is, is a monster, beast. Man. He's scary. That yeah, like I thought Usman was a beast, man. Yes, that dude, fucking like a gorilla, just man. Scary, I, man. He looked like he, he looked was like rip- a taller, bigger Kevin Randleman. Go Google that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, well, I guess he used to play for the NFL too, you know. So I mean, yeah. it shows that dude's huge. But I mean, yeah, very, man, it seemed very personable, very personable when he was talking afterwards and everything. So. Yeah, I just had to throw that out there. I didn't know if you guys caught that. I didn't even know Usman had a brother in the UFC. Um, so yeah, no, I, just I know I know he had a brother. He's always been in his corner. I think he's one of his coaches or training yeah. partners. It's one of yeah. his training partners. Yeah, definitely. So they've been watching yeah. video and everything. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Yeah. yeah. All right, man, Fonzo. Anything you want to add before? 
before we wrap this up, player? No, man. Just want to say, uh, <clears throat> hope, uh, hope our, your parlays out there come out on top, everybody, and we'll see you at the fights. Cool, cuz. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on again. I'm looking forward to this fight. Uh, I'll be writing these things down to see uh, where I come out on on top or on bottom, or you know, see what happens. So, but uh, thanks for having me, cuz. Appreciate it. Well, you know, you're like, always yeah, bottom. Always. Hey, I'm a <laughs> pillow princess. All right. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's a wrap for this episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. May your parlays hit like mine are about to. Hey, keep rolling and training, everybody out there. And if you can, don't forget the PMA No Gi tournament is going to be coming up in October. So if you're looking for more info, look up Eduardo Crema on Instagram. Insta, hit up our Insta for more info. I'll be making more posts about it pretty soon. Hey, have a wonderful week, everybody. Keep rolling and training, and we hope to hear from you soon. Peace. This is the motivation.